0: Hey, good morning. Am I hot? Well, I'm hot, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love you. Um, stop that. Yeah, I love you. Um, good morning. Welcome home. Uh, so glad you're here. It's time for Children's Church. If you're between the ages of three and fifth grade, go on, go on. Um, so glad... Um, Last week we talked about, you just did the offering. Um, So we're working on the um, revenue side. We're also taking some budget saving measures. That's what this cup is up here to remind me to tell you. If you're a regular attender or a member here, um, if you could um, start bringing your own mug. We'll keep putting coffee in it, but um, these things and the lids are one way that we can save some money, and we're going to still have them for visitors and stuff like that, but um, if you're a regular attender, if you forget, you can have one, but it would help you come, just remember, come to church, get mugged, okay, that's, that's what we're about here, so um, we're taking some other budget-saving measures in children's church, we're no go- longer going to allow the kids to eat glue, um, <laughs> and some of you parents are going, they're eating glue, no, they're not anymore. Um, Great, glad you're here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for responding uh, so the kingdom can keep going forward uh, through God's work in the church. Um, If you have your Bibles, it's time to open them. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, If you don't have a Bible, look under one of the seats in front of you. You can use that. If you don't own one, that's yours to keep free. Um, Part of the generosity of this body. Um, makes that possible. So um, we are in week three of our summer series, which we're calling True Lies. True Lies. Um, And some people have gotten a little upset over the last couple of weeks. Um, Yeah, wrestling with letting go of some of the things that um, they believed for a long time, like everything happens for a reason. Or, a Christian home guarantees Christian kids, which are the things that we've looked at over the last two weeks. This series is meant to bless you, not to upset you. It's meant to help us let go of common but warped ways of thinking that have worked their way into our lives, into the Christian culture. And, um, help us lay hold of new ways of thinking, not only because they're true, but because they're far more beautiful than the lies that we hang on to. And they reveal the nature and character of God. And so we want to press on with that. This week, we're looking at a big true lie, all dogs go to heaven. Okay. Just, just kidding. See if you're listening. Um, I'm not going to get into dogs. Um, you know where that goes. Uh, just this week, we have a very, very important true lie. It's this. You ready for it? God won't give me anything I can't handle. God won't give me anything I can't handle. That's a truish lie. Um, and it's very common, very common. And it's breaking away from this lie is absolutely crucial. It's absolutely crucial to having a real, honest, true relationship with Jesus Christ. And it, in breaking away from this lie is actually very crucial to having any hope of living a victorious life in Jesus Christ. So um, it's real important that you hang with me this morning. Stay with this and let God speak to your heart through his word, through his Holy Spirit, and respond to him. So... Uh, As we start out, if God won't give me anything that I can't handle, maybe the first question for us to ask is, how much exactly can I handle? How much can I handle? Um, I have a friend who was a pastor at a a quite conservative church, uh, and he had a a young son, a five-year-old named Jake. Now, you know how some churches... Some churches always look at the pastor's kid to make sure they're not messing up. Yeah, Quince, did you know that? Did you know they're watching you? You know, that whole thing? Yeah, they are. Don't mess up. Okay. You can watch all you want. She's not perfect, just like her dad. I'm not. We always say there's no perfect people here, so feel free to be yourself. But this, um, this pastor had a five-year-old son named Jake, And uh, he was learning new things all the time. And Jake had this new habit of pointing to things. And Jake was using his middle finger to point to things. And um, my friend, the pastor, uh, saw this as a teachable moment. And he said, come here, buddy. Let's just talk. He says, God made your hand wonderfully. And he made this finger. We call this the index finger. But it's also, some people call it the pointer You know, and and this is the finger you probably should use if you're pointing to something. Never point at people, just just things, you know. So you want to use this finger, not this one. And he says, yeah, Dad, but don't you think this finger's better? Because it's longer than this one, and you're closer to the thing you're pointing at. So what are you going to do with that, right? My friend sees this teachable moment disintegrating, and so he drops it. But then Sunday came. Sunday came, and Jake was part of the church's children's church. And this particular Sunday, the children's church are coming before the church and singing a song. And the song that they're singing is this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. And there's choreography that goes with it. The teacher had instructed the kids to use their finger as a candle and wave it throughout the song. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And there's Jake on the front row singing his heart out as happy as he can be. Flipping off the church the whole time. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And my pastor friend was praying for the rapture to come, right? Right then. Right then. Now, uh, we've all had days like that. Okay, maybe not exactly like that. But days when you wonder... How much more you can handle? You know you're busy, you're exhausted, you're falling behind, so far behind at work, at home, at school, um, whatever it is you're doing, and you're feeling overwhelmed, and and everything just seems to be breaking down. Your four-year-old has strep for the fifth time in the last six months and your car has the check engine light going on and it sounds like there's a cat caught in the fan belt. And while you're at it, has anybody seen the cat? And, <laughs> and you know, it's, it's just everything. Your wife has been losing a lot of weight for no apparent reason and she's just discovered a suspicious lump in her breast and your credit card bill has been turned over to a collection agency and they're talking about laying people off at work. And, 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 and all this is before noon on one day. And all of us have different things. But we've been to the place where it seems like so many things are going on. And all we can see is this fog of challenge and problems and trouble in front of our face, and it's just making us nuts. And maybe, maybe in all of this feeling of being overwhelmed, maybe we comfort ourselves with the phrase, God won't give me anything I can't handle. Really? Really? At first glance, though, that sounds like it should be true, right? God won't give me anything I can't handle. In a sense, it sounds like that should be true because, well, first it affirms there is a God who is in control, who knows how much I can handle, and in His love and compassion, He's never going to let me be overwhelmed because He loves me and He'd never give me more than that. It sounds reasonable, right? Well, maybe. If God thinks the way we think, but he doesn't, he doesn't. The reason why the true lie, God won't give me more than I can handle, is so attractive to us is that the most important thing for us many times is that we can successfully manage our lives, that we can successfully handle our lives. That's what's important to us. But the most important thing to Jesus is that we come to him so that we might have life in the first place. Because the thing that we're living without him isn't life at all. It's just an ever-increasing progression of death. And, And the Bible is clear about that. Do you see the difference between being able to manage and handle our lives Rather than coming to Jesus so that we may have life, so that he may be our life, we want to manage life and in doing so we lose life. Jesus wants to give us life and that life is characterized by complete and utter dependence on him. Not in the things only that we think we can't handle, but the things that we're convinced that we can handle complete and utter dependence on this. Before Jesus went to the cross in our place as our substitution for our sins, he prayed. And he prayed this in John 17:3. He prayed for all of us. In John 17:3 he prayed, "And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent life" eternal which includes now which includes today and just goes forever is is consumed in knowing god knowing jesus christ knowing so deeply that we're in such a love relationship that we are made one with god and him with us us in him and, and the Holy Spirit living fully as we're completely surrendered, completely immersed, completely consumed, possessed, empowered. And I don't want you to miss this. Completely dependent. Completely dependent on God for absolutely everything. So when we say, God won't give me anything I can't handle, we're, we're saying in a sense that God won't ever get me, won't ever let me get to the point where I'm at the end of myself. Where I realize that my only hope is in Him. Where I am overwhelmed and say, God, if you don't come through, I'm done. God won't ever get me to that place. But that is exactly where He wants us. To lead us into that life-giving, hope-giving Walking with, in, and through Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit that makes us completely dependent on Him. For the rigorous and the routine. Everything from the second we wake up to the moment we close our eyes and even as we sleep. Everything dependent. That's exactly God's goal in blessing you. Because as long as you and I think we can handle our life, we'll try to on our own, by ourselves, and we'll miss life entirely. Only in complete dependence on Jesus Christ will we ever have life, both now and forever. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Dependence on Jesus is life Handling your own life is death. Um, I want to direct you, if you want more on this, uh, the first message of 2011. It's on the web, the podcast. It's uh, under the series The Tree. It, it distinguishes the difference in trusting in ourselves versus trusting entirely on God. So if you want uh, more on this, go go listen there. Um, so where did this true lie, God won't give me any more than I can handle, come from? It comes from a misinterpretation of a Bible verse. Uh, most lies have a seed of truth in them. And this one comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 10. We're going to verse 13. Take a look at it. This is the seed of this. It says, No temptation has overtaken you, that it's not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Now, this applies to what? Temptation from sin to temptation to sin. And we have mistakenly applied it to every area of our life. God won't give me more than I can handle because he won't allow me to be tempted beyond my ability to resist. But is that really what it says? That God won't give me anything more than I can handle? No, that leads us to life in complete dependence on him. In fact, as we read this, it's not just that he's not saying that in our own strength we'd be able to resist temptation because even in this we're completely dependent on God because he is the one who provides the way of escape. So even in this we are completely dependent. We're completely dependent. God himself provides the way. And one great and subtle temptation that all of us fall, fall into from time to time is to think I can handle this. I can handle this. I've handled things like this before. I'm good at this. I got what it takes. And so, in the things we're confident in ourselves to do, whether that's our job or circumstances or challenge, we don't depend upon God. That itself is a sin. And the escape that God is providing is that we might depend fully on Him. This concept of complete dependence on God is difficult, is difficult for us to let go of because it comes against every message of of our culture. It comes against every message that the culture wants to pour into us of the limitlessness of human potential. You know, I can rise above, I can do it. If I can see it, I can be it. I can, you know, I mean, go into any bookstore. Right? Self help, man. Hugest section. If it really worked, wouldn't we only just need one book? Um, so, you know, you're poured into this. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky like a G6, like a G6. Really? <laughs> Really? Good luck with that. You might want to move off the ledge a little bit. Um, God alone has limitless potential. God alone has limitless potential. And only in complete dependence on Him can we live the victorious life in Christ that He is calling us to. For when we are weak, then we are strong. God won't give me anything I can handle? No. God won't give me anything He can't handle. And through me, all things are possible in Christ. In Christ. In Christ. Sounds similar? Huge difference. God won't give me anything I can handle? part of his blessing in my life is leading me into that which I can't handle so I can come to the end of myself and the beginning of him because then I'm on the verge of everything he won for me on the cross. Then I'm on the verge of this glorious life that transcends my ability to manage my own life, to order my own Existence. Zechariah 4, 6 says this, not by might, not by power, not by yourself, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Depend entirely on him. If we if we think, if we think that we can handle our lives, maybe we don't have a firm grip on reality. God won't give me more than I can handle. We tend to use that, right? We tend to use that in times of being overwhelmed with trials, our difficulties, or problems, or, or catastrophes. We use it to describe or talk to ourselves the awful things, the crushing events, the crushing challenges in our life. Am I right? Right. But what if, what about the beautiful, the glorious, the eternal The purpose filled, beautiful calling of Jesus to partner with him in redeeming a lost world. What about the awesomeness of Jesus' offering to us to write us into his glorious story of redemption? To partner with him. Can you handle that? Can we handle the good stuff? I know I can't, not in my flesh. We hunger and thirst for this glorious life that Jesus calls us to. And entering into that life is far more than we can handle on our own. We can't handle the weight of glory. And that's what he's calling us to. Let's look at that incredible, attractive, glorious life and see if we can handle it without complete dependence on Jesus. Real quick, four things. First is the great commandment, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. 37. Jesus says this, the first and the greatest commandment is this. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. That would be incredible to be able to live moment to moment, day to day doing that. Can you handle that? I can't handle that. Jesus can handle that. He has handled that. He will handle that in and through you. Complete dependence for that glorious life that we talked about that marvelous light we need dependence number two the Great Commission not only the Great Commandment but the Great Commission we see that later in the Gospel of Matthew 28 18 through 20 and Jesus came to them and said all authority on heaven and earth has been given to me this is the charge this is the glorious life look go therefore and make disciples where of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to deserve all I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Now I want you, as you look at this, I want you to look at the fact that it bookends, Jesus bookends this glorious calling to us with, this is more than you can handle. (laughs) But take heart, because I can handle it. Look at it. He says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me so you can go do this. And at the other side, the, the other book ends, behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. I can handle this. Go do it. And I'm with you. I'm never leaving. So depend entirely on me for the great commandment, for the great commission. We look closer to home at the purpose statement for this body that he has laid on Bethany Church to, to do in his. So if you, Buck, if you bring up the purpose statement, I'd like you to sit up, clear your throats, read it with me like you mean it. We are here to be a growing, relevant family of missionaries who desire to see Western and Gunnison know Jesus Christ that's huge. That means every person at the college, student, staff, faculty member, every person who's been hurt by the church who thinks they know that there is no God, or if there is, he has disqualified them from his love, his plan, his forgiveness. Everybody, your neighbors, your friends, your co-workers, reach them with the fact that I love them, that I died for them, that I lived for them, that I rescued them, that I came so that they might have life in me, abundant, full if they just repent they can come and be forgiven of sin cleanse and be my child can you handle that i can't i can't how about finally how about the the fruit of the spirit life galatians chapter 5 we did several years ago I, i think it's still on there life is a fruit salad Can you live that glorious, wonderful life? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's a wonderful life from from beginning to end, every thought, every word, every action, every everything. It would be great to do that. Can you handle that? I can't handle that. Jesus can handle that. The Holy Spirit can handle that. And in complete dependence on and surrender to Him, that can come out. That can come about in my life, not because of my faithfulness, but because of His. Complete dependence. I just want to call out the guys, the men. If you're a father, our regular roles, our day to day role, that's incredible. That's incredible. Love your wife as Christ loved the church. Gave himself up. Die for her daily. Can you handle that? I can't handle that. Not without complete dependence on Jesus Christ. Can you handle that, men, to be the pastor of your family? To be the pastor of your workplace? To be the pastor of your friendships, your block, your dorm. I'm just picking on the guys because I'm a guy and we need it. That's glorious. That's wonderful. In fact, everywhere you go with the gospel and love of Jesus Christ, that's glorious. But the truth is that you and I can't handle it. The truth is you and I can't pull that off. In the words of Jack Nicholson, that's the truth and you can't handle the truth. Okay a little bit. Jesus can handle the truth. And we must depend completely on Him. Fully dependent on Jesus. You can handle anything because Jesus can handle it. And He is with you, loving and strengthening you through it all. Some other scriptures, John 16, It's a beautiful one. Jesus said, I've said these things to you that in me You might have peace. In me, you wouldn't be overwhelmed. In me, you'd have that confidence. In me, you'd have that hope. In me, you'd have the boldness. In me, you'd have the confidence. In me, you'd have the rest. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. His way of saying, in the world, you're not going to be able to handle it. You're going to have things that come against you that you can't manage. You can't organize. You can't pull it off. But take heart, I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world, Jesus says. I, 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 and only in Him can we have that confidence. God is not going to give me anything I can't handle? (laughs) Yes, He is! And it's a blessing. Because ultimately, the worst thing that can happen is for us, in some level of religious mindset in, in in trying to work hard and have confidence even in our spiritual gifts that we attain some level of success and some level of independence from him. The worst thing that can happen is for us in trusting in ourselves or even in our spiritual gifts attain some level of success and some level of independence. Don't you see, independence is one of the sins that makes Satan, Satan. And our great desire is that we might handle our lives. And Jesus' great call is that we might come to him To have life. That he might be our life. Our complete dependence. That's the message of the cross. I came on my rescue mission for you. I lived for you because I know you can't handle it. You see, in my holiness, in my justice, I have to destroy all sin. He says, I have to. It can't abide with me. So I don't want it in you because I don't want to destroy you. So I'll absorb that. I'll take that upon myself and I'll destroy me in your place because you can't handle it. Not only can you not handle the bad, but you can't handle the glorious that I desire for you to partner with me, to allow me to live my life again in you and through you so that somebody who knows you ends up seeing me, hearing me, experiencing me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to live that again through you. What a glorious blessing the gospel is. So he calls us, he says, die to that old independence die to that turn from it repent of it and become fully dependent on me he says in Matthew 11:28 come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest complete dependence i need i need complete dependence from the second i wake up so that i might think rightly so that i might love Rightly, so that I might work and speak and, and, and relate rightly and be wise and allow his presence and his power to flow through me. You need that too. That's life. You know, you, we often get it twisted uh, a little bit. We think of pastors and preachers. God, uh, please speak through them. That's all of us. That's all of us as we speak life into one another, as we forgive, as we bring hope, as we bring the truth of the gospel, the truth of Jesus Christ to people who don't yet know how much he loves them. Complete dependence is the only way. We're going to close. God won't give me more than I can handle leads to two extremes. One is We touched on it. It's very dangerous. It is managing your life well and achieving some sense of independence and self-confidence. Believe in yourself. No. No. Fall on Jesus. Depend completely on him. Because if we don't, we feel prideful. We've done a pretty good job. The other extreme is feeling overwhelmed. Feeling overwhelmed in trying, in trying to manage your life. And then when we don't do so well, we end up feeling guilty because we can't. We end up feeling guilty because we can't. So, so here's the message for you. If you try to manage your life with some success and gain some feeling of independence, repent of that and come receive life that comes from complete dependence on Jesus because of what he's done, because of what he can handle. And if you're overwhelmed with not being able to manage your life well and feeling guilty, today you can stop feeling guilty for not being able to handle your life because you were never meant to. And we can repent of that And come receive the hope and the joy that only comes from trusting and depending on Jesus 100%. You can't do it on your own. Isn't it time that we stop trying? And one of the ways that we try is through our religious activity. We're going to just do more church stuff. You can do all the church stuff you want. You can show up every time the doors are open. You can sign up on every sign-up list we got and be trusting in your faithfulness. And that's just another way to go off the deep end. Because you can do all that without depending on Jesus Christ and his faithfulness. If we're feeling overwhelmed, that's a clue that we need. A Declaration of Dependence. You've heard of the Declaration of Independence. Christ is calling us to a Declaration of Dependence. Bucky's got it on the on the board. I ask you to read it with me. Pray it with me. Josh Pierce is going to be at the back door as you leave. I've printed some up so that you can have this. It says, this is a prayer for every moment. Every moment. Let's pray this as we read it together. Father, What I need to truly live today is you, your heart, your wisdom, your strength, your presence. I am powerless on my own to live the life you created me to live. Anything I do on my own without you is dust. Anything you do through me is treasure. I confess my complete and constant dependence on you for both the routine and the rigorous, for overcoming trials and laying hold of your glorious calling for me. You are dependable and I am dependent. Thank you for the joy of being your child through the sacrifice of your son Jesus. Amen. There's a lot of scripture that bears up this prayer. If this becomes our heart, we will enter into incredible dependence. Not just on the stuff that we know we can't handle, but for the things we're sure that we can. Dependence on Jesus Christ is life. God won't give me anything that I can't handle. Are you breathing? Then he already has. And it's for your good and your blessing and his glory because it calls you and me home. Let's pray. Lord, you are good. Your thoughts are not our thoughts. Your ways are not our ways. And right now, um, Lord, we confess to you that the reason that we're so attracted to the lie that God won't give me anything I can't handle is because at some level, we want to be able to handle our lives without you. Without you. And we confess that we can't. Lord, but thanks to you, thanks to the cross, not only the wreckage can you handle, but the weight of the glorious calling on our life to let you live through us, you can handle that too. And so Lord, there are believers here, those who belong to you, your followers that are here with me this morning. And we want to... Depend on you in a way that we haven't before, Lord, in that one area of our life that we really feel confident, that we can't handle. We want to live in moment-to-moment, constant, 100 percent radical dependence on you. And Lord, we haven't. So we repent of that, and we want to enter into this glorious dependence that's seamless. And only you can do that by transforming our hearts. So if you're a follower of Jesus Christ and you feel called, feel led, God's been pushing on your heart as he's been pushing pushing, and pressing on mine that, that you want to live at a level of dependence that you've not lived before. God's leading you into that. Just, just slip your hand up to God in this moment. You're a believer. You say, I want to depend on you for the routine and the rigorous Everything, everything. God bless you. God bless you. A lot of hearts. A lot of hearts. Lord, see the hands. See the hearts. Lord, you are our hope. We come now in repentance to the end of ourselves. We ask you to forgive us for our trying to manage our lives and be somewhat independent of you in one area or many. Lord, we trust you. We depend on you. Help us breathe dependence. Because without you, we don't have another breath. And everything we do apart from you is dust. But thank you for the hope in Jesus Christ. Still praying, there are some here who, as you hear about belonging to Jesus Christ, as you hear about the gospel, what he's done, to handle sin on our behalf so he wouldn't have to destroy us destroyed his own body rather than do that you hear about the glorious call that he has placed on our lives the things he's created us for you hear about being forgiven and free filled with joy say I don't yet belong to Jesus Christ I've never crossed that line I've never come to the end of myself I've never asked him to forgive me forgive me for my past my ways of thinking my ways of relating my sinful heart because of his death on the cross he can do that if if you've never surrendered and depended on Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, there's an opportunity right now. If he's pressing on your heart and, and you hear the scriptures, come to me, come to me. Receive life, receive hope, receive joy, receive forgiveness, turn away from your old life and receive the life I've created. I've won for you. Say, yes, that's me that's me. If God is pressing on your heart to receive him, to receive Jesus, just slip your hand up to God. Just slip your hand up to God in the quietness of this moment. He's calling. He's calling. You're saying, I'm coming home. I've had something that looks like life, but it's not. I want life that only comes from you. I want to depend on you. Just slip your hand up to God. If That's the prayer of your heart. Say, God, Jesus, I know now what you've done for me to bring me home. And I repent of my old life. I want to do a U-turn, come to you, be washed clean and receive the new life that you died and rose again to give me. Lord, you came on a rescue mission for me rescue me. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I'll follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to have a response time. We're going to stand. We're going to sing.